Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message. Jonah chapter number one, and let's look, uh, we'll just start at verse number one. The Bible says this, now, the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the wares that, they, that, were, that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God, if so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. I want to preach on this subject this morning as we kick off this new year. It's time to wake up in 2022. It's time to wake up in 2022. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We're so thankful for you. God, I just uh, thank you for the wonderful singing this morning. And uh, Lord, singing about the gospel, it means so much to us. Lord, I pray that you would help us to allow the gospel to change the way we live. God, we do love you. We're so thankful for you this morning. I do need you. I pray that you'd give me strength for this morning. And uh, God, that you'd be with all of those that are sick and not feeling well, aren't able to be here. And uh, Lord, those that are traveling, would you be with them? But Lord, as we focus in on your word this morning, I pray that you would speak to us. And that God, we would just jump right into this new year and, and wake up from the sleep that we might have been in in the previous year. God, we love you. We're so thankful for you. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. You may be seated. The background that we find here for this book is, uh, it, we know that it's the call of, uh, of Jonah and his attempt to outmaneuver God. It's never a good idea to try to outmaneuver God. It always leads downward. Verse number three, he went down to Joppa. Every time we try to outmaneuver him and disobey him, it's going to be a downward path. But we also see that it's very evident that in verse number five, that Jonah is the only true believer on this, on this ship. If you look at verse number five, these men were, were, were crying out to their gods, lowercase g. It was not the true God. He was the only true believer on that ship. And so with that came a great responsibility for Jonah, didn't it? He had to be the light that he needed to be on that ship as it was being tossed to and fro by the storm. And People were crying out for, for help, and he was the only one that could have made a difference, but he was fast asleep. We see in verse number six, when the captain of the boat locates Jonah sleeping, he, <laughs> he asked the first of a series of questions that Jonah had to face. And as I read this, and it becomes very clear to me, and as I've been reminded throughout this week, that the conditions of the world at that time are not much different than the conditions of the world we find ourselves in today. 
This world that we live in today is engulfed in a great storm and people are dying and they're looking for answers to life questions. And the people that have the answers and know Jesus and know that he's the answer are sleeping. They're looking for someone to point them in the way and the church is just fast asleep. See, these sailors asked Jonah a series of questions that I believe we should ask ourselves this morning as we, as we are challenged this morning to wake up in 2022, to get busy, to, to wake up from the sleep that we've been in and start serving God and start pointing people to the gospel that we sang about this morning. The first of the series of questions that we see is number one, why are you sleeping, they ask. Why are you sleeping? Look at verse number five. The Bible says this, Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the side of the ship and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper, arise, call upon thy God, if so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. They asked Jonah here, why are you sleeping? When you see what's going on around you, you're fast asleep. And and he's, he's asking because you see, Jonah was so caught up in his rebellion against God and going in his own way that he was completely oblivious to the condition around him. He was so, listen, Jonah didn't feel like going to to Nineveh and he wanted to do something else. And so what did he do? He ran away from God. Jonah didn't feel like working hard and it it would be a job going into Nineveh and that's a wicked city and and to, to preach revival, that would be hard to do. But he didn't want to do that. He didn't feel like it. So he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And he was in such rebellion against God And wanting to go his own way that he was completely oblivious to the condition around him. And let me say this this morning. Many times we find ourselves in this same situation where we don't feel like doing the things that God tells us to do. Right? We don't want to put the effort into sharing the gospel with other people. And so we go our own way and we get so focused on on what we can gain here on this earth and and what we can do to to get a bigger house and a bigger car and a bigger bank account. And and we worry about all of these things and and all the while this world is in a storm and they're looking for answers and we're completely oblivious to what's going on around us. We're completely oblivious to the condition around us. And I don't mean this morning the political condition because a lot of us are consumed with that. We know that. We know the political condition. What I'm talking about is the spiritual condition of people around us. They're dying without a Savior, and we are fast asleep. We're completely oblivious to the condition around us. The captain here, he he came to, to Jonah and he rebukes him for his prayerlessness. He says, why aren't you calling out to your God? Why, all these other men are, but you are, are just asleep. And you see, we know the same God that Jonah knew that day. Amen? We knew the same God. We know the same God today that Jonah knew that day, but we are asleep as well. Are you praying to see souls saved at Fellowship Baptist Church? 
Are you calling out to your God and asking Him to give you opportunities to share the gospel that was sung about this morning to your neighbors? Are you praying and asking God to give you the opportunities to to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with your co-workers? Are you praying for these things or are you just sleeping? Listen, it's not growing in a church is not about all the numbers and saying, hey, look at me and look at us and look what we have done. But what it does show is it shows that there's a church that's not sleeping. What it does show is that there's a church that cares about people. What it does show is that there's a church that that wants to see people saved. The Bible speaks of a tragedy of a sleeping Christian in a dying world. We find in the book of Ezekiel, God comes to Ezekiel and says, hey, I want you to warn the people of the coming judgment. I want you to warn my people of the coming judgment. But this is very unique, what he tells Ezekiel. He says, and they're not going to listen to you. Oh, well, thanks, God. Right? I want you to go warn the people and they're not going to listen. But he goes on to say in chapter number three, look what he says. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. He tells, tells Ezekiel, there's, it's a serious matter to warn these people. Listen, that, that's showing us that, hey, our friends that we don't share the gospel with, their blood is on our hands. Our lost family members that we don't share the gospel with, the blood will be on our hands. And you might sit here today and say, well, that's the book of Ezekiel. That's the Old Testament. Because we like to do that a lot, right? But listen, we find that Paul talks about the same thing in Acts. He says in the book of Acts, he says this to the church at Ephesians. He says, and now, behold, I know that ye all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God, the purpose of God, the plan of God, the gospel. You see, this world might not say it. They might not act like it, but understand today that they want a living, praying, serving church. There are people who are searching for peace in their lives. They're hungry for the truth. They want hope, but we are sleeping while they are searching. The Bible says in Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14, and that knowing the time, that now is high time to wake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Church, why are you sleeping? Why are we sleeping? It's time that we wake up and it's time that we stop sleeping in our world and in our community and we start taking it serious that we are to be the stewards that we are to be with the mystery of God. We are to be the type of stewards that we need to be when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
So ask yourself this morning, as we look at uh, the, the title of the message, it's time to wake up in 2022. Ask yourself the question, why have I been sleeping? Why have I been sleeping? But number two, we see the next question, <laughs> and it is, what is your occupation? What is your occupation? He's asked. He's asked in verse number six. Look at that. Uh, sorry, verse number seven. The Bible says this, and they said, every one to his fellow, come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. What is thine occupation? And whence comest thou? What is thy country? And what people art thou? And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord. The God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Listen, it must have been very embarrassing for Jonah at that point in time when he was asked what his occupation is to tell them that he was a servant of God. That had to be an embarrassing moment to him as he's fast asleep when all these people are crying out for help and he's asleep and he knows the one true God. And that's what he tells them. I know the one true God. You see, it's hard to stand. Listen, church, it's hard to stand and be the type of witness that we need to be when we are living just like the world. It's hard to be the type of light that we need to be when we are living just like those who are lost and without hope. You see, people don't forget. I've, I've talked to many people uh, down through my long 31 years of life, and, and I've talked to, to many people, and, every, and, and there's been a lot of people that I've talked to that say, hey, I don't want anything to do with church. I don't want anything to do with God because of hypocritical Christians. hard to be the light when we're fast asleep. It's hard to do what we're supposed to do when we're sleeping. Listen, as Christians, we must never allow ourselves to forget who we are. Don't forget who you are and what you've been called to do. We've been given this thing called the Great Commission. The Bible tells us to go. He doesn't say, hey, once you've been saved, I want you to sleep until I come. Right? That's not what Jesus says. He says, go ye therefore. Give people the gospel. Baptize them. Teach them what you have been taught. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says, it talks about that the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Ghost shall come upon us and we shall be witnesses unto Him. Everywhere. Even unto the uttermost parts of the earth. That is not just the pastor's job. That is not just the leadership. That is not just the Sunday school teacher's. That is every believer's commission. See, the harvest is white, the Bible says. Say not ye that there are yet four months and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes. Church, let me say unto you today, lift up your eyes and look at Panama City, Florida. And look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest, and he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I, say, I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor 
Other men labored and ye are entered into their labors. Christian, what is your commission? Church, what is your occupation today? Are you on the job, listen, or are you fast asleep? Because in 2022, it's time that we wake up. I know I need to. Then we see the the third question that's asked is, Jonah, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? Look at verse number 10. Then were the men exceedingly afraid and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. So why have, have you done this? You say they seem amazed that anyone would act so foolishly and claim to know the true God. The one who could save them from this storm that they find themselves in. You see, in truth, the world would prefer Let's be honest this morning. The world would prefer that we leave them alone. We've experienced that, right? When we try to share our faith. They would prefer that we leave them alone when it comes to spiritual things, but understand there will come a day when they will point that accusing finger at you and say, why did you never tell me? There will be a day when they point that accusing finger to do, your friends will ask, why didn't you tell me? Or your family will ask, why didn't you say anything? When your neighbors will say, hey, I lived right across the street. I saw you probably two, three, four times a week and you never once shared the gospel with me. You know, I don't know how it's going to be in heaven, but there could be a time where we see those people being cast into a lake of fire. And I can only imagine that one individual looking at me and saying, you were a pastor? You knew the true God? You knew about this hope that I've been searching for? You knew about this peace that I've been looking for my whole life and you were right there across the street? Oh yeah, you talked to me about football and you talked to me about your lawn and you talked to me about uh, my kids and you talked about all these other things, but you never once told me about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wow. I don't want that to happen. It's time, and I'm, I'm preaching to myself this morning, it's time that I wake up. Because there's not going to be much longer that we have on this earth. And too many times we try to stay busy gaining the things that we can gain here on this earth while we forget eternity. We forget about laying up for ourselves treasures in heaven. We forget about telling our lost family members and friends and coworkers about Jesus Christ. Church, what? Why did you do this? Why did you not tell them? Why are you not sharing the gospel? We need to take our purpose very seriously. When we put up here mission focus, that's not just so we can look at it and it can look pretty all day every time we come and meet. That's so that we focus on the mission that God's given us. Jonah 
John 9 says, I must work the works. This is Jesus speaking of him that sent me while it is day. Because the night cometh when no man can work. As long, Jesus said this, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And that should be our, our, uh, our purpose. That should be why we're here. That is why we're here, to be a light. And I think sometimes we need to stop and we need to ask ourselves the question. And I think it's a good time as we begin a new year that we ask questions like, like, why am I here? Why am I still living on this earth? What am I really doing for God? Am I serving Him in my local church? Am I, am I doing all that I can? Am I financially giving and investing in, in not stocks and bonds, but investing in eternity and the things of God? What am I really doing for God? What does God want me to do? Ask yourself that question. Why do I do what I do? What do, what do I not do that I need to be doing? Listen, all of those are powerful questions that demand and deserve to be answered. And these are questions that were being asked to Jonah as he's fast asleep. Church, wake up. Wake up. What is your purpose? And then lastly, we see, he asked the question, what shall we do with thee? What shall we do with thee? Look at verse number 11. Then said they unto him, what shall we do unto thee? that the sea may be calm unto us, for the sea wrought and was temptuous. And he said unto them, Take me up and cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be calm unto you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring it to the land, but they could not, for the sea wrought and was temptuous against them. Wherefore, they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee. Let us not perish for this man's life and lay not upon us innocent blood, for thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the man feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days. In three nights. They ask him the question, what shall we do with thee? And the answer that they receive is the only one that makes sense. Cast away the disobedient Christian. Cast away. You see, this modern world's reaction to the church is, and our punishment today is that they simply ignore us. They ignore us, or worse, they cast us out. Why? Because we do not show them compassion. Why? Because we can go each and every day without sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. Why? Because we don't care for their souls. We don't care for their eternity. That's not how it was during the life of Christ. The Bible says in Mark chapter 2, verse 12, and immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion, speaking of Jesus. In John 7, verse 46, the officers answered, never man spake like this man, speaking of Jesus. 
In Matthew 9.33, And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake, and the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never so seen in Israel. You understand today, church, that the Pharisees might not have liked Jesus. The Jews might not have liked Him. They wanted Him dead. But you understand one thing, they could not ignore Jesus. They could not ignore Him, even though they might, they might have disliked Him to the point that they wanted to take His life. Why? Because everywhere Jesus went, He touched those around Him. Everywhere that Jesus went, he, His life, because of His holiness, was a challenge to the sinner. Listen, He was a light to the seeker. He was food to the hungry. He was forgiveness to the guilty and a life to the dead. Jesus looked at the multitude several times and as He stared into these lost people's eyes, into their faces, he said he was moved. The Bible says he was moved with compassion. Why could they not ignore Jesus? Because he lived to love people. He was moved with compassion. Understand that was Jonah's responsibility when he was on that ship. It was his responsibility to be the light that he needed to be. And it is our responsibility, church, here in Panama City, Florida, for us to be that same light. You might have people slam their, they, you might have people turn you away. You might have people say, I don't want to hear about your God. But there's one thing that they can't do is if you love them with compassion, they cannot ignore you. Love people. Wake up in 2022. Stop sleeping. And get busy about telling people about Jesus Christ. See, these questions are hard for us to ask, aren't they? If we're really honest with ourselves. These are hard questions to ask ourselves and to answer. But I believe these are questions that we need to answer today. We need to be awake, church. We need to be active we need to be on deck and letting our light shine for the glory of God. Understand today we have a choice. We can either be like Jonah or we can be like Jesus. I know who we're supposed to be like. And you do too. But who are we closer to? Church, let us all be challenged to wake up from our sleep. And I don't mean physical sleep. I mean spiritually wake up spiritually wake up and take the, the and commit ourselves to obeying Jesus when it comes to sharing our faith understand he is our redeemer amen he is our savior he is our god he is our living hope he is our peace and people are searching for those things and they need to be pointed to Christ church it's not time to sleep let's wake up in 2022 Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information or to donate to this ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Have a great week.